If you're a Year 12 student, you're likely beginning to think about what you want to do after school finishes. After all, there's not long left now. The next biggest decision after whether or not to go to university is which university, which I would argue is much more difficult to answer. In this episode of Brain Flash, I want to share some of the things that helped me decide my top university preferences, as well as some of the complications that arose during my journey to admission at Stanford University. My goal is to make this a useful listen for those of you who don't yet have a concrete plan in place, and also those who do. I strongly believe that backups are important. I know from experience that even the best laid plans can go awry, but it's also great to have a solid number one preference. There are a lot of universities to choose from, even here in Australia. According to my three-second Google search, we have 43 universities here. That's a lot, and I doubt you will have heard of most of them. I guarantee that you will not have the time to be able to visit or even thoroughly research each of your options. This can make choosing seem like an impossible task. However, the trick is to find out what's most important to you and make a decision based off those factors. This process works pretty similarly to shopping for clothes on the internet. On any given marketplace, there are thousands of garments and accessories listed, far too many to choose from. However, with a click, I can narrow my search to only clothes. Bam, down from 8,000 results to 6,000. Once I factor in availability for size, budget, my locality for warehousing, as well as the fact that I don't need women's clothes, um, there are only 36 options to choose from now. That's down from 8,000. If you're being honest with yourself, you've probably applied a lot of filters already to your selection process, maybe even subconsciously. For example, even before I had settled on any top preferences, I knew I wanted to study in a major city. Science and technology is simply stronger there in terms of culture and jobs, and it's much easier to get a job in the field from Sydney, Melbourne, or Canberra than anywhere else in the country. This ruled out local options like Charles Sturt University. Though I must stress it's not a bad option, it just wasn't well suited to my preferences. I also knew that university rankings were important to me, but so were class sizes. I didn't want to be stuck at, a, at the back of a 500 person lecture. Once you pinpoint the criteria most important to you, a lot of options will quickly eliminate, making the selection process a lot easier. Another good way to separate universities is to look for differences in the degrees they offer. Larger universities, generally located in the city, can offer a broader range of subjects and often give you a higher level of flexibility. In smaller schools, you may have no opportunity to choose elective units due to small student numbers. However, you can also look on a university's website to view individual classes on offer. There are many niche, unique classes only able to be found at smaller universities. Also, look at how long certain degrees will take compared between your options. This was critical for me. Engineering is commonly a four-year degree, and UTS was one of my top picks for a long time. It had a great campus, great teachers, and a location that met my preferences. However, I found out that its engineering degrees take five years, not the regular four. That extra year was a deal breaker for me. If you already know which field you are looking to study, 
it will be worthwhile comparing degrees in that area between different universities. Even though a degree is a degree, it doesn't matter where it came from, each uni will offer a vastly different experience nonetheless, and that's worth researching. But what if you have no idea what you want to study or where you want to study? I know from my own year group, this is very common, and I don't think it's a bad thing to still be undecided at that point. My advice to you would be to go visit some universities. Most places offer frequent tours around campus where you can see the different facilities, student housing, classrooms, and possibly meet some of the faculty. You'd be surprised how different two universities can feel compared to each other. I know that for me, a campus tour was generally enough for me to learn about the university and decide whether it was somewhere I was interested in studying. That was how I decided I wanted to study at Stanford University. I visited the campus while on a trip to the United States and received a short information session, a tour, and was able to sit at the back of an actual class. I can't pinpoint a single thing that stood out to me the most, but I knew then that was where I wanted to go. It is a little late if you're in year 12, but there are summer camps for year 11 students where you can tour different universities through the lens of a particular vocational field. The final point I want to discuss is organising your preferences by rank. Without immeasurably good luck, you probably won't receive acceptances from all your top preferences. I know, I didn't. While I was accepted to Stanford, I was turned down from UNSW during early entry, as well as MIT and Harvard during the regular admissions rounds. Decide which university is most important to you because it's important to have a top choice and there are always other pathways to admission if you don't initially receive an offer. Also, as I found out, your rankings are important when you have to make a tough decision. Late last year, I received an offer for the Tuckwell Scholarship. For context, this scholarship is one of Australia's most prestigious for undergraduate scholars and is worth roughly $90,000. My options were simple. Take the scholarship and begin at ANU, forfeiting my application to Stanford, but securing a sure place, or decline, defer study for half a year, and wait for an offer from the university with the world's highest applicant rejection rate. This was a tough decision, and I, had I not ranked Stanford at the top of my preferences, I would have taken the spot and the money. My rejection of the scholarship was a little ridiculous, but at least it was calculated, not reckless. And even if I'd been turned down from Stanford, I would still stand by my choice today. It's always better to know than to forever wonder. As always, there's a lot of information here. Remember, everything I said is just my personal opinion, which stems from my experiences and the experiences of people I've been privileged to know. I understand that for seniors. There are many big decisions looming in the, in the distance, and which university is just one of the first. With so many options, the answer can seem daunting to find. However, take your time to ponder what makes you happy and find a university that can provide accordingly. Take a closer look at the degrees they offer, if you have an idea of what you want to study. Book a visit if you're not yet sure. Finally, Rank your preferences once you have them. It's important to know where you stand. <laughs>